Haima Black here on the last day of South by Southwest Music for Chicago Made Illinois Entertainer and Dynasty Podcast. I could not be more excited. I'm here with Genevieve. How are you doing? Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. It's so good to see you again. It's great to see you. Um, you know, not to make this about me or us, but to let people know we have some background. Uh, you know, I worked at a station called Key 101 on their Chicago music show, and, and you and Company of Thieves and your music, you guys were mainstays. We always loved playing you, having you up. So you and I have known each other for got a minute now right yeah we go go pretty far back i mean probably since i was a teenager that's crazy to think yeah. about so you know enough about that and kind of our background but you have all these exciting things going on we're going to kind of run down the list with those but how are you doing i am well i am in a, a big growth period as a human being um expanding getting more comfortable with myself being around other people, being on stage, sharing art and music, and um, just very curious, excited right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I love that. I want to I kind of talk about all that stuff. Uh, you mentioned being on stage. I got to see you briefly uh, perform a couple weeks ago at Space in Evanston, um, where you did like this awesome hometown set. How was that for you? And then uh, you also did Shubas as well. You know, what's it like returning to Chicago? Yes, um, coming to Chicago is always, it's like that, you know, I have to take a big breath. Um, I'm the kind of person that I get most nervous when I'm around people who know me the best or who have seen me grow up um, because I just feel like when they have the full picture, you know, they, they know, they know in a different way. And so I'm very vulnerable when I come to Chicago and also it means so much to me when people show up and, and support because um, I know that they've seen me through a lot of funny stages in my life, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, at the Evanston show, you know, I went up to say hello to you after very briefly. I had to wait like 15 minutes, which is not a complaint. <laughs> I, I bring that up because it's like everyone in the room knew you, had a story, went to high school with you, you know, you used to babysit them or whatever it was. Like, they were, yeah, I don't know if that's actually the case. No, it's true. <laughs> but everyone knew you. So, you know, what's it like when you get to connect with all these people that you have such a, you know, kind of personal background with in history? It's very validating, you know. Um, it validates that I had a past, that I've been through a lot of stuff, that I've grown, that I've changed. Um, and kind of keeps it in perspective, you know, and also keeps me really honest when I'm performing because there's no hiding, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how have the other performances been um, where you're bringing out all this new material? Each one is different and unique and special, and um, I've just been really enjoying being in the present moment while I'm performing and sort of discovering the songs anew, you know, for myself and with the audience. And people have been really receptive. Um, I've been able to access a lot of joy in my new material and also on stage as a performer, which is really new for me and really awesome. No, and I feel like that really comes through. I mean, the obvious thing that everyone's going to point to is you have this bright colored hair now. <laughs> um, the music's a lot poppier. But, you know, are you, are you really in, like, kind of a happier, more um, celebratory place now? I think it's not, it's not just, like, one, one way. It's sort of, I feel like my entire range has been widened. So, yes, I am happier, but I also just feel more intensely in general, you know, the whole, all of them, all of the feelings. And yeah. so I think that 
it's just, you know, very alive. I yes. love it, man. So you're in, you know, we're kind of, kind of, we're going to kind of talk about a lot of the things that are happening with you and, and that have changed for you. You're in L.A. now, correct? I am. I moved to Los Angeles in October of 2013, and it was such a big change, such a necessary uh, push for me, and it's really different than Chicago. It's wild. I mean, there's the ocean and the mountains, which first and foremost are, you know, probably my favorite things. Yes, it is sunny. Yes, it is spread out. Yes, there are awful people. There's awful people <laughs> everywhere. You got to find your people and roll with it. Um, you know, yes, I do feel like most people that I run into have something to do with the entertainment industry and are trying to pursue their dreams. And that is great. You know, who am I to, to tear that down? I feel like coming from Chicago, there was a lot of, you know, a bit of a, what's the word? It was just very, there was a stigma about, you know, it being a certain way and the stereotypes of, of Los Angeles that you hear. And it's true. They're all true, you know, but there's so much more. So it's working for you. It's a situation where you got out there and, you know, did it happen overnight or was there kind of an adjustment period where you, you know, found the places and the, and the parts of it that really spoke to you? Well, I'm finding new places and meeting new people all the time that really, you know, speak to me um, in a good place. But I, I would say that for me, because I moved there at the time that I did, I'm a full grown woman right now. You know, I know myself. And um, I think if I'd moved there when I was younger, it might have been more difficult to navigate, to be honest. Yeah. Was, you know, the, the move, you know, going out there, leaving Chicago behind, leaving behind, of course, everything that's familiar that you, that you knew that you made here. Was it scary? Was it something that you did impulsively? Did you sit on it for six, nine, 18 months before you pulled the trigger or kind of how did that happen? It was scary, but what I did was I hit the ground running right away, and I just booked a ton of writing sessions uh, where I met, you know, different songwriters and different musicians that, that were completely new people to me, and I just let myself go through, you know, that awkward wave that is every single day for, you know, three months at a time. You'll meet a new person, sit down with them, collaborate, potentially write a song, record the song. And, you know, I didn't know them going into it. So I just opened myself up to, you know, the possibility that it could be wonderful. I mean, that's amazing because not everybody, not everybody can meet new people in their own town where they're in their comfort zone. It's scary to talk to new people, let alone moving to a city where I'm going to guess you maybe didn't know an enormous amount of people. You didn't have a network there, right? Right. I mean, there were a few bands that I toured with when I was younger with Company of Thieves that I have known and um, mostly, no, I would, it's all brand new. It's so bizarre. <laughs> now, you know, anybody who's hearing the new music you're putting out right now, it's a pretty dramatic shift from Company of Thieves. I think, you know, the, the material that people would already know you from. What was kind of the decision-making or the thinking behind pursuing some of these new sounds? So I'd always been writing on my own. Uh, when I was in Company of Thieves, I, I sort of plunked around on the piano a lot and felt like I needed an outlet for a lot of really personal material. Just, I've been through a lot in my life, and I think that that was like the main 
inspiration, you know, just things that I've been through as a girl, as a woman, as an artist, you know, my family life was crazy growing up. And I just, I felt like I wanted to write about it, you know, uncensored, not trying to represent a full group of people, just representing myself and my experiences and all the feelings, you know, and I didn't want anything to get in the way or it to try to sound a certain way or be in a certain genre. You know, I, I think that trying to be cool never works and it's exhausting. That was the thing. So I just wanted to run with all of those colorful feelings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like it's a weight lifted off of you to not have to be kind of responsible for a full band and, you know, I mean, Company of Thieves, you know, I love Company of Thieves of and the music. But, you know, that had a set sound. And then once that, once that happens, people expect that, like, okay, the next album is going to be different, but it's still going to sound like Company of Thieves. Is it a weight off to kind of have none of these restrictions and none of these kind of expectations? Yeah. You know, when I was younger, if you had said to me, you can make anything you want to make, go ahead and do it, I would probably have been paralyzed. But right now, that is the most enticing offer ever, you know? So it's like all of the doors are open. What do I want to show? What do I want to explore? What do I want to ask myself? Can I ask myself the big questions? Can I have a sense of humor about it? Maybe I can, you know? And, um, yeah. Yeah. Now you have, you know, at least that I know of, two projects, and maybe you're going to be like, what are you talking about, dude? I have seven projects. But there's, <laughs> there's your solo work under your own name, Genevieve, and then you have another project called G. What's kind of the differentiation between those two? What was the thinking behind, like, I'm free. Let me do, like, nine things right now. Totally. Um, G is a project that I have with my good friend, Jimmy Giannopoulos. And he and I were actually in a project called Pretty Good Dance Moves. When I oh, was my younger. gosh. I, did, I knew I recognized that name. I remember Pretty Good Dance Moves. Yeah. yeah. So Jimmy is from Chicago, and he moved to Brooklyn, uh, I think, like a decade ago or something. And we stayed in touch. We're very close. And um, he started sending me some songs that he was experimenting with. Um, he sent them to me, you know, online <laughs> and uh, through email. And I recorded the vocals for the G Project into my laptop microphone while I had the flu, just like laying on my couch, needing some sort of creative outlet because I was going to explode. I'm, I'm not good at just sitting still. Anyway, so we started uh, collaborating, you know, via the internet, and we ended up just having a collection of songs that we felt were very honest and badass, and it was really a passion project. And so now that we can actually release it, it's so exciting. Yeah, and, you know, is that something where there will be, like, you know, live shows, potentially tours, or is it really just kind of like a fun one-off where you don't want to feel obligated to do a lot with it or... Yeah, so we're taking it one step at a time. I think um, we really do want to play shows, and that will happen at some point this year. But, I'm, yeah, I'm supporting my solo EP, so it's sort of like a little bit of a, a hot potato, hot potato situation. Who's <laughs> <laughs> making all work. Plus, he's in Lola Wolf, so that's kind of taking up a lot of time, too. Yeah. Now let's talk about the, the new EP. It's called Show Your Colors. Uh, how long have some of these songs been in the works? Were these all songs that came from your L.A. sessions? Were these rattling in your head during Company of Thieves? Or kind of give us some background on this. Yeah, so these are very new, and they are all from my new writing sessions since I moved to L.A. So they're, they're about a year in the making. Like, the 
material has been written over the past year of my life. And um, I think it's really representative of where I'm at right now, you know? Um, yeah, confronting a lot of stuff from childhood, um, confronting any fear, invalidation, punishment that kind of comes with um, making art. Like, who am I to make new music and who am I to sing and have thoughts and tell you them, you know? Um, and sort of celebrating all of the, the gooey, messy weirdness that is life. And then it becomes this beautiful thing. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I would say, like, you know, listening to it and knowing you, it feels very celebratory. The overall tone of it, you know, especially, like, Show Your Color, like, the, the, the title track, I mean, it just sounds like like you guys just won the big game <laughs> at the end of the year. I don't know sports analogies, but pretend <laughs> I made an awesome sports analogy. It feels very victorious in a lot of places. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I do feel that way. Um, I think that sometimes there's a lot of heat on actually enjoying yourself truly or enjoying your life. There's a lot of pressure to what always be anticipating the next move or making it better or, you know, you know what I'm saying. And I mean, so I think we were I talking about to, this. Yeah. I wanted to write about, um, in the moment, just looking around you and enjoying it for real and really getting to have it, you know, not pretending. Which I think not everybody wants you to have it. I think some people are uncomfortable with seeing other people actually be appreciative or happy or kind of like experience those things. We were talking about all these expectations and how people do and don't want you to be perceived before the mic went on, right? Absolutely. I also think that this is a little bit of a, a tangent off the side, but you know, before we had started recording this podcast, we were getting coffee in line and talking about, you know, the difference between, uh, let's say, rock stars from the past and and rock stars now and how, um, you know, Kurt Cobain, James Hetfield, you know, all these people, they weren't necessarily nice or even approachable. And, um, you know, you hear Kanye West getting a lot of flack now for being, quote, rude, unquote. But he's just getting his space, you know. He's just not pandering or catering to people in a false way. And so, anyway, sometimes joy doesn't have to include everyone else. It can be something that you can have for yourself. And it's kind of, you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's amazing. So I think a lot of people don't give that to themselves. So I'm really glad that that's happening for you. Something else I noticed, you know, I've been reading up all the press. I've been seeing what's going on as it's, as it's happening. And it's understandable. It feels like a lot of people are treating you like a new artist. You know, there's a sense of like this newcomer on the scene who just <laughs> got here and just found music. And that's obviously not the case. Uh, is that weird? Kind of like, you know, how does it feel to kind of have a little bit of this thing where people are like, oh, how awesome. How long have you been a musician? Like months now or? Right. It's fun. It's fun to be discovered in a new way. And I think, you know, for me, I don't know. It's always going to be different. Like, I know I've been doing this my whole life. I know that this is what I know and um, what I like to learn more about. And if other people are just meeting me now and I'm just, you know, started existing to them, that's fine. Um, it's cool. I'm just in a, in a, new chapter in my life you know now you have so much going on you have so much that it sounds like you're pursuing what's next on deck obviously the g project is getting off the ground with the new ep 
you've got the show your colors EP, you know, kind of where do you go now? Now that those projects are finally out, what does that open up for you? So it opens up so much room for collaboration with other artists. I'll be appearing on a handful of uh, other people's material that spans a ton of genres later this year. I'm really excited about it. And also I'll be touring and starting on the full length. Yeah, finishing up the full length. That's going to be rad. You know, I love this. I mean, genuinely, like, you know, as somebody who I've gotten to know through interviews and just through being in the same community and culture for so long, I'm legitimately happy to see that you are so happy and so celebratory right now. Uh, Genevieve, thanks so much for taking some time here at South by Southwest. It was so good to catch up with you. Thank you. You're really making me miss Chicago. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to come back. Thank you so much.